Hello and welcome to another exciting hardware savvy podcast where we talk about everything technology. Ladies and gentlemen, do you know how many times your data is actually auctioned off on the internet every single day? Well, you're probably even surprised to hear me say that your data is being auctioned off as you are some kind of an auction piece. But as it turns out, all these free apps that you're using and not paying for are there to collect your information and sell it to advertisers. And apparently, your data is auctioned off about 987 times a day. For example, the average American has their personal information shared in an online ad bidding war 747 times. For an average European citizen, that number is about 376 times a day. And for all people between the United States and Europe, it's about 178 trillion times that the same bidding war happens online. But why would you even care if you don't even know where the data came from? Well, this information comes from the Irish Council of Civil Liberties in a report detailing the extent of this real-time bidding, or RTB. The RTB is basically the technology that drives almost all online advertising. When you go to websites or go to apps, and which it said relies on sharing of the personal information without user consent. This real-time bidding involves the sharing of information about the internet users, such as you and I, and it happens whenever a user, you and I, land on a website that serves ads. Let me ask you a question. How many times you've gone to a website that doesn't serve ads? This is, ladies and gentlemen, one of the primary reasons why I stopped blogging, and I have completely switched to a user-supported blogging. The hardware-savvy newsletter that you read every day is pretty much paid by you. Though I'm not profitable yet, but that allows me to grow the newsletter and to write articles and provide you with instructional videos without placing any ads, just so you don't get targeted. That's because the information from these websites that you visit that have ads is shared with advertisers that can include nearly anything that would help them with better targeted ads. And those advertisers basically bid on the ad space based on the information the ad network provides. About you! But it can't possibly be that bad, right? What kind of data are they collecting on you? Well, this data, ladies and gentlemen, can be practically anything based on the what's called the Interactive Advertising Bureau's Audience Taxonomy. Sounds kind of fancy, right? This information could be the basics, of course, like the age, sex, location, income. But it doesn't really stop there. All sorts of websites fingerprint their users, such as you and I, even charities treating mental health conditions. And those fingerprints can later be used to target you with ads on unrelated websites. Like I've said before, there's no free cheese. Somebody has to pay for it, and you probably do pay for it with your data. And again, which is why I'm a huge proponent of creating a newsletter, a website, a blog with training materials that is paywalled and completely sponsored by the users. Do you want to take a swing at who owns the largest network? Well, that'll be Google. And Google alone offers data to about 4,000, almost 700 companies in just the United States. You might have not heard about these ones, but some of the other ones include Xander, owned by Microsoft ever since the late 2021, Verizon, PubMedic, and some other ones. Though Amazon and Facebook or Meta were not included in this report, but that's not because they're special, it's just because the report just didn't include them. Okay, so they're collecting our data and then sharing it with their partners so they can target us with ads, but is it really legal? How about data breaches, right? Because data breaches happen all the time. And guess what happens when that happens? The companies say, well, sorry, it just happened, we just won't do it again. Here's a free credit report if it happens to banks. But these companies on the internet bear no liability. I say this because when was the last time you've gotten a check in the mail for a company being sued and you are actually getting a compensation basically for their mistake? It's never happened to me. 
And basically, the entire ad tech industry justifies the use of RTB, or this real-time betting thing, under quote-unquote legitimate interest provisions of the European Union's General Data Protection Regulation. I don't know if you're aware of this, but if you remember, as far back as 2019, Google and other ad tech giants were accused by the UK of unknowingly breaking the law by using the RTB. This case is still under investigation. And earlier this year, the Belgian Data Protection Authority ruled that the RTB practices violated the GDPR and required organizations working with AIB to delete all the data collected through the use of TC strings, which is a type of coded character that's used in RTB process. And as a refresher, for those who don't know, the GDPR stands for the General Data Protection Regulation that I've just mentioned prior. But have these companies ever been held liable? The Brussels case, arguably the largest ruling against RTB thus far, centers around the AIB's transparency and consent framework, which was developed in response to the passage of the GDPR. Some of the things in it indicate that the advertising publishers are worried about their liability around their user data. In it, these companies basically say that they cannot control the data that's being served to the bidders. Here's an excerpt from it. Here's what it says, I quote, Publishers recognize that there's no technical way to limit the way the data is used after data is received by the vendor for decisioning, bidding on, after delivery of an ad. What this basically means is these companies collect as much data as possible and they've got no control over which part of your data, or maybe all of it, will be served to these companies before they make a decision to share an ad. I mean, think about it this way. We like free stuff when I like to pay for stuff. And it's a 500 billion a year industry that pays for free internet and allows people to advertise on it. And to be honest with you, the reason why I think nothing could be done about it right now is because the United States does not have the necessary regulatory environment to do anything about it. And between Google and YouTube, Google actually makes about $56 billion a year from the ads. It's a lot of money across a lot of people who don't like to pay for stuff. That's why I don't complain about free apps, I just don't use free stuff anymore. I have even gotten a YouTube premium subscription just so I don't see the ads, because they're so annoying. But I totally understand if you're someone who can't afford it, you don't mind seeing a couple of ads. And all of the website and app owners are just trying to pay their bills through ads. So I don't really blame him. How can you take a person who's otherwise not willing to pay for ads and monetize him? This is the way. Ads are everywhere, and we're okay with seeing ads. It's a $500 billion industry per year, and it wouldn't have been so big if it didn't work, right? Anyways, this was my today's rant about ads. Hopefully you've learned a thing or two. And if you did, share this episode with someone who might find it interesting. It's my fourth day in a row running a podcast where I actually place my own ads for you guys so I can keep the lights on myself. And we're averaging about 45 listeners per episode. Which is not a lot, but hey, I'm going to try it for a month, see if it works out. If we don't grow, I'm going to stop doing this in 26 days. We'll see what happens. Thanks so much for listening. Follow me on your favorite podcasting platform. And most importantly, I've heard reviews actually help out a lot. So if you like this podcast, please leave me a review. That'll mean so much to me. And I can't wait to see you back here in tomorrow's episode. Stay savvy.